Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Brandon and with me as always is Stephen coming today with a discussion on higher education in America. Today, Brandon and I will open up about what we believe are the positives and negatives of America's college structure and where we think things could improve. Next, we'll give another update on our other creative ventures, as well as tease some upcoming Spotlight episodes. Lastly, we will take some time to discuss the student loan crisis specifically and wrap up our conversation with final thoughts on higher education in America as a whole. So I guess we could start off. Uh, what do you consider the positives of college in America thus far? I got nothing. <laughs> No positives whatsoever. <laughs> Got nothing for you. Just nothing but negative. Do you really believe that? <laughs> no. No, I, I, I really believe that, but I just wanted to throw everyone a, just a gigantic curveball <laughs> right off Well, that's that. our episode, folks. Hope you liked it. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> no. Uh, there's, there's definitely positives. One, a lot of people in the United States go to college, which is a positive in itself because... The United States is a well-educated country. If you take out maybe that it's not always testing high in every educational aspect, the fact we have a huge attendance means that there's a lot of people who are going, and we have more people who go, it creates competition, and then competition ends up pushing people to do better and better, and then that continues a role of, well, I got my bachelor's, now I got to get my master's so I can be one step better than you. So it actually pushes people to keep working on their education and, and try to improve. And it's it's sort of like the how capitalism in theory is supposed to push people to want to be their best because the there's really no ceiling to things. It's kind of the same way with education. It's you have the opportunity out there to learn all the information. So you, you kind of push yourself and, and, and you go into it um, and I think competition can be a good thing. Oh, 100%. What about you? Um, Well, one thing I think is a positive, uh, I guess, from a personal, like, development um, perspective is, you know, we've talked kind of negatively about how college is this sort of bubble compared to the real world. Like, it's supposed to prepare prepare you for the real world, but it really isn't... (laughs) Isn't that, um, but I think there is a certain aspect of it that is positive in the sense that, you know, coming up in a world that can be difficult to navigate because especially nowadays with technology, there's just so much going on and college allows another like four years minimum, really, um, I, I suppose, unless you get your like associates, which would be two years, but it, it allows you a couple years after high school to use that time to personally develop. Now, does everybody use it for that reason? No, no. they don't. <laughs> Obviously, with uh, our, our discussion on how there's like this stereotypical college experience. But I think if you do use it for that aspect, at least in your own time, in your own personal time, aside from the education portion, there is something that's valuable in the sense that you get another little... Um, cushion coming into the real world with this time to not only develop your skills in the trade that you might want to go into, but also develop your uh, maturation as a, as a person. Yeah. And I I think I can uh, expand upon that even a little bit. When you're going to college in general, a lot of people who go to college tend to be 
pretty ambitious, like taking that next step because because you don't have to go to college and it is a decision that you make to try to approve upon your future. I think that puts more competitive people who are also wanting to seek out knowledge, wanting to push themselves. I think that that creates um, a good thing as well because when you've got a lot of uh, ambitious people around each other pushing each other, I think that that can feed into a lot of our most productive things that have happened in our in our world have come as a result of a college has a bunch of people kind of working together. A lot of times they're like-minded. It also helps yeah. that you get to choose what you want to study. So if you're really into a specific type of a science, you can surround yourself in an environment with a lot of those other people who are also into that type of a science. And you can actually dedicate the time towards studying and and, and maybe you're less distracted by having to work a full-time job, depending on what your college experience is like, because I'm well aware of the fact that some people have a job in college. Sometimes people work full-time. Sometimes people just take night classes. Sometimes people don't have any job in college, and they've got all the time to study. And since there are a lot of variables in the equation, I fully am aware of that. But I do think yeah. that it's good to be around a lot of other ambitious people. Oh, 100%. And I, I think the specialization in the, you know, the like-mindedness of, of some people. Um, and even honestly, when, when you meet people that are, are different than you, that diversity I think is, is good as well, because especially if I meet someone who has completely different perspectives on life, that's also pursuing a degree in psychology, just like I am, there might be new perspectives that I, I learned from this person who, you know, maybe they came from a different socio socioeconomic status and they came from a, a, a different like area altogether. And we come to the same school and now my perspectives can be given to him or her and, and him or hers perspectives can, his or hers perspectives can be given to me, which is something that you don't really get out of like a, a high school experience because it's all the kids that you grew up with in your hometown. And, and, uh, now you're all in this one large place and it's not as specialized either. Like when I'm in high school, I'm, I'm learning all these different topics. Um, so it, the, the things that I really, really want to know and the things that I really am passionate about, I don't, I don't get to focus my time on that stuff. Um, and so the, the combination of like-minded people who will, like you said, kind of bolster up that ambition towards like going towards common goals. And, um, you know, I think that's part of the reason why you and I became such good friends because we met each other at this time. I bet if you and I had met in high school, our, our like dynamic would have been way different than had we met when we did because we had, we found each other at a time where we were both trying to really find ourselves. And then we kind of picked each other up in that regard. Don't you think? Yeah. And I think you brought up something really valuable that I hadn't even thought about before we uh, came up with this episode, which is when you go to college, you are, <laughs> what's, that, what's that smile for? <laughs> you said when we came up with this episode, I was just, I don't know if, if you guys as an audience pay attention to this, but I always give Stephen crap for it because every episode that he comes up with, he makes it a point to mention in our episodes that it was his idea. So it was just funny to hear you kind of stop yourself and say, when we came up with this Yeah, you episode. know, specifically when we came up with it. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. You're, you're very much right in the fact of when you go to college, 
you are in an environment with a bunch of different types of people who have different interests. You also take classes that are not just about something specific, uh, like the gen ed courses and stuff like that, kind of how you did it in, in, um, in high school and such. I think that there is value in going to school and being exposed to like um, different career paths that maybe you didn't even ever consider before, but you talk to someone on the campus and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm studying biochemical something or other. And you're just, it, that's something that never even had crossed your mind before. So then you yeah. ask them that question and you're like, oh, cool. Because it, had I not gone to college, I would I would have just had like my parents and my peers from where I grew up. And that's all I would have really probably asked the questions to like, oh, you know, what should I do? And it's something that uh, my mom was the first generation to go to college in her family. And so, so was my dad. But um, both of them have kind of actually made this point where they, they didn't really know like what to study. <laughs> so my mom just said I was going to be a teacher or a nurse. Like I didn't even consider anything else. And my dad was just like, I think his actual degree is in marketing. And they've both gone over this to me before on yeah, we didn't know. We didn't know what else we should study. And I think that it's kind of cool that over time there's been a, a movement more towards introducing people to as many different possible career paths. And I think that it was it was useful for me to go to school and be exposed to the TV station and the radio. And, and like I never would have considered anything to do with radio before. And then I took a semester where I was a radio DJ. And then I ended up actually doing it for a full year just because I thought it was kind of cool. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, one thing I will say is I'm actually kind of – we'll talk about this when we get to our negatives, but I'm against the whole basically take your generals for the first two years. Um, and I'll go into the reason why and also what I think we could do to change it when we go to talk about that. But I do think because of the way that the structure is set up right now where you do have to take your – like the generals and stuff for the first two years – I think it is a very good opportunity to start to figure out what it is that you want to do. I mean, you hear about people all the time switching their majors, you know, two, three, four times even um, before they figure out what they want. And the fact that for the first two years, you're not as specialized, it allows you to have that fluidity between, okay, well, I was kind of into marketing, but this guy's talking about engineering and... I love this stuff. I, you know, I, I, I can switch to that now. Um, that might be a little mu bit of a jump, but ultimately the, if there is any positive within how the structure is set up right now, I would, f I feel like those first two years allow you, uh, some breathing room to decide on what it is that you really want to pursue in this degree. Um, I would say too, another positive is just like, Again, with the way the, the structure is kind of set up in America, honestly, just getting a degree at all ends up benefiting you big time in your job search once you get out. You know, I, I feel like there are way less opportunities for the people out there who haven't gotten it, which I don't necessarily agree with. But, you know, getting the, the ability to further your education and your perspective and and develop as a person you also get this piece of paper that opens up opportunity which is is, is a nice thing yeah i i think it is nice that once you do get a college degree you do feel like when you apply to jobs you have that one step up on people i think i think that's 
I think there does need to be some sort of differentiator between candidates sometimes. And it's really easy to just say, well, this person has a degree, this person doesn't. And there are yeah. some negatives to that as well. But when it does benefit you, it is nice. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to move on to the negatives or do you have any more positives you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I, I can't think of any other. I mean, I can think of some positives, but there's nothing else that really strikes me so much. Right. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. And I'm I'm sure listeners, I mean, a lot of our listeners are probably within a similar like age demographic as us. So I'm sure that you guys all have um, opinions on this. So, you know, if we missed anything, definitely let us know. But yeah, I think transitioning to the negatives would be a, a good time to do this. So what, what do you think are the negatives of college? Well, we've we've alluded to this. One of the major ones is obviously debt. So that's right off the bat, but I don't want to focus yeah. too much on that right now, but yeah. obviously debt is one thing we're going to have to talk about. I also think that a negative is that we're kind of overwhelming people a lot. We're just throwing them into this environment. And we're like, okay, figure this out. There's a hundred different majors you can choose from. And we don't really educate people on how to be good at college because we just, it, it ends up being, a chase to get good grades again, which is foolish because that's not what school is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about learning skill sets that benefit you, but it ends up being mm-hmm. a race once again to who can get the best grades, who can get the to the internships the fastest. And I think that it's it's a lot of unnecessary pressure. And I sometimes I wish that there was literally a a class on how to be good at college because I think it would have been beneficial. <laughs> it would have been beneficial of like, here's the things that you should think about. Like, this is what you should think about before you decide on your major. Because I think, in my opinion, I was never going to change my major because I figured once I got a degree, it didn't even really matter that that much what my degree was in. <laughs> Unless yeah. I wanted to do something very specific, then maybe it could have held me back. But very, very rarely in my professional career has anyone ever asked me one, what my grades were and two, an elaboration on my major a whole lot. And if I do have it, I mean, I'm super smooth. So I, I give them the exactly what they want to hear with it, but you know, <laughs> Shut <up. laughs> um, well that, that made me think of a point of, I remember when I was in high school, I actually like my freshman year of high school, I mean, I, I'm the oldest in my family, so there was a lot of pressure. Well, not not pressure, but there was. This was my my parents' first time going around this this rodeo of a kid in high school, a kid preparing for college, and so I took all of these honors classes and I took all these AP classes, and um, my biggest weakness in school was just the lack of motivation for things like busy work. And those classes were really just very intense with busy work. And I thought that I needed those for college, but, and maybe if I would have done better, you know, they would have actually had some benefits. But honestly, if I would have just taken regular classes and gotten like a 4.0 GPA, it would have been better for like getting you know, scholarship money in school rather than getting, having these honors classes, which another BS thing about those honors classes, when I was in Tennessee, my high school, 
they would add percentage points onto your final grade because it was an honors class or a uh, AP class. Like it would for AP classes, you'd get five extra percentage points onto your final grade. And it's like just for being in this class. I mean, it was sweet as a high school student, but it's like, how is that actually helping me? You just give me a free 5%. And, and then you look at one of the reasons that we chose the high school in Tennessee was because of like how good everyone's grades looked. And it's like, well, no wonder everyone's grades are good. You're getting an extra 5% because people are taking AP classes. But um, to, to kind of transition into um, like the college you know, the, the honors classes and the AP classes, I guess maybe they prepared me a little bit because of workload. But honestly, like one thing I've talked about in the past is I don't really feel proud at all of having my degree. Like it was just a stepping stone into getting where I I needed to go. It was so easy. Like (laughs) I would say high school was harder than college was because I had, like, I was in football, I was in baseball, I was in choir, all this stuff. Then I got into college, and like you and I talked about last episode, um, our lessons from college, you get done with class at 11 o'clock, and you don't got anything the rest of the day, (laughs) you know? So, I mean, it's different, I guess, if you're, like, a college athlete, but even I played football at Augsburg, and we would, like, have set times that our football team would go to the library to finish homework. So it was just, like so much is set up to help you succeed that a lot of the stuff that leads you into college is just BS. And then, yeah, I don't know there. I also, I know I said that there is, go ahead. You want to say uh, something? I was, I was actually going to ask you this question because it, it made me think about it. What do you think about when people say, um, you know, college is not for everyone. Um, well, I agree with that, but I, I guess what, what's the context that they're saying? Like they're trying to say that like people aren't smart enough for college yeah, or something. I, I guess the reason why I bring this up is I've always thought that this, that this phrase has ended up being kind of just dumb and useless because it, it almost like belittles someone where, yeah. <laughs> where I think that that's not the point. College isn't no. for everyone because you don't have to do it. Like it's not something like it, there's no requirement. And I, I was going to say that that to me is another negative is in our, in the United States, at least there's this, there's this whole movement of from our previous generations. Oh, you know, I got to send my kids to college. Like kids, yeah. kids need to go to college. If you go there, it's this golden ticket and yada, yada, yada. Like that's, that's a huge, a, a huge part of our generation was everyone was considering college where before a lot of people didn't even consider it. Our generation, almost everybody, it at least crossed their mind at some point. And as good as that is, I think it's kind of foolish because there are a lot of opportunities that exist where you don't have to go into a massive debt to to better your life. And yeah. it kind of takes away the... I mean, look, a lot of people, they get degrees and then they end up getting jobs they didn't even need degrees for anyways. And then they also have $100,000 in debt. And it's like... Okay, was that really worth it in the end? You just felt pressure to go to school, but you didn't really know what you were doing once you got there. You kind of just went through the motions, and then you didn't even have a that valuable of an experience. And to be honest with you, that didn't happen to me because... It happened to me. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but 
like it could have easily happened to me because I don't think that I gathered the best experience in college. I don't think I did all the right internships or had all the right focus or did all the right things. I think I just saw, I got, I kind of just had a good work ethic and got through it and did end up finding good jobs and stuff. But I totally get it for the people who just don't end up using their degree for anything because you just felt obligated to go. And I don't think that we should push that on people. <laughs> yeah. So to, to jump off of this, I was this person that college wasn't for me. And, and so that when I said, I, I agree with that, I, that's, that's where I'm coming from. Like college isn't for everyone. Doesn't mean that some people just aren't smart enough. Like college was easy and it wasn't for me because I was, I was that person going through the motions until I figured out what I wanted to do. And then I dropped out of school. Well, guess what? I already had over $20,000 in student loan debt because I chose a school that was close to my parents. I chose a school that was close to my girlfriend, like, like stuff like that. And it was a private school, like stuff like that is a tough, a tough burden to put on an 18 year old who for their entire life has been kind of directed in which way to go with their lives, you know? And so it drives me nuts that we have this idea that you absolutely need a degree. I will tell you right now, part of the reason why I'm not even like remotely proud of my degree, it's just something that I've accomplished, um, is because the job that I have right now that pays me pretty well and gives me opportunities, I did not need my degree for this job. Like it's a call center. The first three weeks of my job, I spent in training, learning how to do this job. And it was like, what the hell did I just spend four years in college for if I am just going to learn everything I need to learn on the job anyways? Like, and when I was a general manager of a Jimmy John's, like there were people who were way more resourceful, way more intelligent, way more just like talented as workers and that's why I said the other in one of our other podcast episodes that I hate when people say, oh, Jimmy John's isn't a real job. You get super like talented people who are just trying to figure things out. And a lot of times they're smarter because they're not wasting their time, you know, following this system that's set up for us. <laughs> Dude, that, that's such like a real point, though. Yeah, I love you for saying that. That, that was basically <laughs> what I wanted to say, but you just said it. So I don't have to say anything now. <laughs> well, another thing I want to transition in yeah, in yeah. terms of of negatives is I know I talked I alluded to this with the positives, but I do think if we could st- change the structure, I don't like how you spend high school learning about the same things that you end up learning about your two years at college. It just it feels like. It feels to me like it should be set up where when you make the decision to go to college, it should be literally just focused on what you want to do, like a trade school, for instance. Like, why isn't all college like that? Why why are universities and stuff two years of generals? Right. Okay. So I've got I've got some thoughts on this. I've always wondered that first off because yeah, the gen ed courses. Even though I said you know sometimes it's kind of nice in the very beginning but you really don't right. you don't really don't need them for anything if you actually have a great idea you should just go right into school not have to take any of these gen ed courses or any of that stuff because if you go you go back in time on uh, education um, or higher education it was for the the wealthy would go there to become more educated and they would have all the greatest teachers and that was a, a way to get a step up 
on all the other class or all the other yeah all the other classes like um middle class lower class like you'd be if you were yeah, upper yeah. class it was it did give you that that great advantage but the whole point there right. was to teach you like teaching you the skill sets that you needed to be successful in the real world and what you just said a moment ago is a classic example as to why education is broken because you didn't in school, the things that you learned were not super applicable to what you do on your job. And you feel like had right. you just skipped all of that and not gone into student debts, or, um, that you would have been just yeah. fine. But you wouldn't have all the debts. And like that to me is the number one thing that just needs to be fixed is, wait a second, what is college actually used for? It's to give it a piece of paper that shows, hey, look, I'm better than the guy to my left. Well, you know what? Maybe you're not. But that piece right. of paper, I guess, shows that you are which is really dumb because it should be a place that you go to learn skill sets. And to be honest with you, when I was a news reporter, I that was probably the most applicable stuff that I learned in school, how to operate a camera, how to write this and that. But I, re I basically just learned on the job regardless because everything was still ass backwards from how I actually learned it in school. So, and everything after that, like I'm in, I'm in business now. Like I, I'm in, um, like e-commerce now is mostly the space that I deal in. I didn't learn anything. Yeah. I didn't learn absolutely anything about e-commerce in school. Like I am just totally just learning off the cuff now. And that's not how it should have been. But that just shows you that higher education only is so valuable. I've learned way more outside of work or outside of school. 100%. <laughs> and let me ask you, would you have been able to get your job that you have now without that degree? Uh, the one that I have, it's uh, a good question. Um, probably not. No, I, I, I wouldn't. Th I don't know anyone that I work with that doesn't have a degree. Yeah. And well, that's what I'm point. saying though. <laughs> yeah. Like you got a degree in order to get this job that has nothing to do with your degree. Like it's just so ass backwards. I feel like, like I did not need my degree to have the skill set that I had in order to like perform well at the job that I have right now. And, and so it's like, it's this whole, like I couldn't have gotten the job that I have now without my degree. I literally, I, so I, um, through my school, there are like these temp agencies that like are directly connected to your school. So you can, you know, talk to them and then they'll get you in the door with, uh, businesses, get you an interview and all this stuff. So my job in particular only hires people if they come from these temp agencies. The temp agency would not give me an interview with them until I had my degree. And it was like, okay, I'm getting my degree in like a couple months. Can we just set this up so that I'm ready to go? And they're like, no, we need to wait for you to have your degree. And it's just, it just drives me nuts because there, I also wonder if that has to do a little bit with the high turnover at some jobs because I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait, this is the job that I'm doing after getting my degree. I, should I be doing something else? Cause I got this piece of paper and I wonder if there are other people who have that similar perspective of like, you know, I spent a lot of time getting my piece of paper I shouldn't be working in a call center or I shouldn't be doing this or I shouldn't be doing that which is somewhat of a pretentious thought but it's also like yeah you spent a shit ton of money and you spent a ton of your time building up these skills and now what are they being used for you learn more on the job than you ever do in school and and, and that's where I think there needs to be some sort of uh cohesiveness 
with with that stuff. Um, exactly. Yeah, like so, I'll say internships are valuable. If the, yeah, if they're actually a, here, I take that back. If they're actually a good internship, because there's been internship experiences where I know people just sit there and just do all the grunt work. That is completely, yeah. but not even relevant grunt work. And I'm just like, is right. this actually even relevant at this point? What What are your thoughts on unpaid internships? I did one. Um, I did one where I worked at a TV station and I would follow around the reporter. And I think it's it has its value. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like a shadowing experience. But... I'll admit I was super unmotivated when I was in it because the whole time I just thought, all right, I get what goes on here. I got what went on here like day two. <laughs> now get yeah. me out of here. <laughs> well, I, I would I would agree with you if all unpaid internship were just shadowing experiences. Yeah. But that whole grunt work thing, I feel like that happens a lot of time with these unpaid internships oh, yeah, yeah. where these people go into it and then they're just working this bullshit stuff and they're like, yeah, but we're not going to pay you. And it's like, well, I'm freaking working harder than you are. <laughs> Why am I not getting paid for my time here? Well, we're giving you college credit. Yeah, but it's not even actually helping me. Oh, 100%. I mean, I I'm definitely a hard worker but if you put me into an internship where i'm not getting paid i'll be the first one to tell you i'm not going to work that hard i don't even care i don't even care if i'm going to leave a bad impression on these people if it's something i re i guess i take it back if it was something i really 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 wanted and believed in probably but yeah a lot of times that's not even it's not even the case and not to mention if they're just treating you like garbage anyways do you really want to work for them I think that should be that, that right. time in your head where maybe what you thought you wanted and what you wanted were not in alignment. Because that's actually another negative that I I wanted to bring up is sometimes <laughs> when you're you're taking all these classes and you start going through things, you actually realize like, oh, wait, I actually don't want to do this anymore. Like you, you start taking you're like three years into you're getting your degree and you're like, ah, yeah, I don't I don't want to do this. Like for, <laughs> like for a lot of yeah. people, and they end up changing their major, and then they go more in debt, and they stay at college long longer. Yeah. But yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I think that's well, my opinion on it. Don't don't do that unless you really really need to for some reason. Well, one thing I wanted to say as a negative as well, and this can work with internships too, is there's it. it I I've heard stories from friends of mine who they were like pursuing a degree in a certain area and then they had a professor that absolutely ruined it for them and they changed their major because of the professor and i feel like that's such a tragic thing because they like professors internships they they do have a lot of power in the sense that they they can really uh lead you down a certain path in fact my internship um Honestly, I didn't feel a lot of support from the company that I worked for. Um, I was working in home care with kids with autism, and I like I had a, a really tough situation that I like went to them about and tried to get some support, and they were just like, "Okay, well, let us know if anything gets better." And it was just like like that experience almost turned me away from wanting to be a therapist because I couldn't separate my time working as a PCA with my home life. And it was, and so number one, I think like my college, I wish there would have been 
like a better, I mean, I suppose if you're super initiative about like getting your advisor to help you, um, they'll help you find an internship. But for the most part, it's you're on your own, find this and, you know, get this credit. And so there's, there's this chance of getting an internship that just absolutely sucks because you had to find it on your own. You don't know if it's like a a respectable place. And then that internship, boom, it ruins your desire to go into that career. Or you don't really know about this professor. You take this class. This professor is just absolute dog shit. And now you don't like that subject anymore. And it, no matter how many good experiences you had, it changed it. Now, I don't think you should be that sensitive, but like some people are like some people will let that like deter them from the thing that they're passionate about. Yeah. I think on the flip side too, that they're a positive of college could be sometimes you have awesome professors I, I thought in general yeah, that my college professors were pretty cool. I think it's anyone who becomes a professor has an interesting mindset. Don't get me wrong. Some were absolute trash, <laughs> like terrible. <laughs> and one thing I hated because it is not applicable is I had at least a couple of professors who were all about writing professional emails. Well, newsflash, I've been in the... In the real world now for a little while, being a 26-year-old man living in the United States of America, and I've gotten the biggest pieces of garbage emails sent with all sorts (laughs) of capitalization mistakes, not even like a, hey, how are you, none of that, just like, here's my problem, fix it now, man, and that's it. People don't care about all the yeah. professionalness. All of my professors who said, oh, you got to uh, do this specific way or I'm not even going to reply to your email. Yeah, go kick rocks. <laughs> go kick rocks. Go kick rocks. It, go pound it sand. Is, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, it is comparable, though, to like any other job. Like you talk to police officers and, and they're like, you know, this isn't training anymore. You know, the, the, the stuff that you experience in training isn't actually going to be your best educator. It's like actually doing stuff on the job. So does that mean that you don't still try to instill those habits? My emails are on point. I, I, my yeah, emails exactly. are still really polite. No matter how much I want to be like, okay, man, first off, you spelled 17 words wrong in the previous email. <laughs> you used the wrong version of two, like three different times. I don't even think you know what the difference is between any of the theirs. You just throw one out there and hope it's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> but see, if you hadn't had those demanding professors, you wouldn't be this professional. I know I wouldn't be so. I wouldn't be the better man in these situations, you know? Be the bigger person, <laughs> sending the better email. <laughs> there you go. Um do you want to transition into what what we would change about the college structure or do you have uh have any other negatives you want to talk about? I feel like we really just hammered it. Like I feel like our negatives yeah. were a lot. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> but to be honest that was a big fuel in wanting to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, well, we, we with with on. these hard, yeah. <laughs> so with these hard negatives, like how how would you change how college is structured? But not actually not only that, but like also the perception of like what role college should play in our lives. It should be kind of as you said, like like a trade school. Like you you, you pick something or you find a job or maybe not as specific as a specific job. For example, you're interested in sales. 
what's the best way you're going to learn sales? Is it by taking a bunch of business classes or marketing courses or what's going to be the most valuable thing? Well, I think it's going to be pretty valuable to do uh, like very like right off the bat, four years of focus on this is how you do sales. This is how you do, you do business. And it shouldn't be all these gen end courses. It should just be focused. You, you follow around successful salespeople. You get mentorship, you do internships. And I don't think you even, honestly, you don't even need four years because you're really going to learn most of the stuff on the job. So maybe like two years. I don't think you need four years. Do you? Yeah. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about it now because I'm, I'm getting my master's now and to be completely, I mean, I've only had two weeks of classes, but a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, it's, it's more impactful dialogue uh, because we're literally just focusing on exactly what we all want to do. But it's a lot of the same stuff I learned when I got my bachelor's degree. So there's even a little bit aspect to that. So my thought process is, okay, so if as a psychology pursuing uh, major person, wait, as a person who is pursuing a psychology major, why don't I have maybe two years of maybe like the basic structure of psychology and then two years of like super in-depth, maybe like putting it into practice and then boom, I'm good. So there's your four-year education right there where you had generals of psychology, but then you had like put all of that stuff that you learned, the, the vast stuff, into actual practice. Um, I don't even know if that would be the most ideal thing, but I just think there needs to be more specialization in like regular colleges and universities. Yeah, because, you know, in addition to that, at the end of when you finally get your degree, let's say it's in two years or four, like the way that I sort of described it, you get it in two years, you go into it, you get your job or whatever, and you hate it. Well, guess what? You're only two years in and you found out you hated your job instead of like for me, I got my degree in four years. And then within one year after that, I was like, nope, I am not doing anything work related to what I got my major in. And now I'm five years out of high school and well, basically yeah, five or six years out of high school. And now I'm going to make the pivot into something completely different, which right. is totally understandable because people change their career paths all the time. Some people will do a 10, 12, 20 years in, you don't know. So why are we wasting all this time dicking around in school like when you could just speed up this process? Because ultimately, you're going to know if it's for you or not by being out in the real world and actually like doing the job, not by sitting in the classroom and being like, ooh, this is a cool PowerPoint. Please tell me more, teacher. How, how, yeah. actual va or how actually valuable is that? Not that valuable, at least to me. No, no, it's not. And so, so I guess one of the things that I would change is I would also just change like for businesses that are looking to hire people, I would change the, uh, like embedded necessity to hire people that have degrees. Like maybe, maybe, okay, fine. Go through temp agencies, get temp agencies to get people. And then you're, you are only like assigned to that person for a little bit of time. That way, if they end up being just garbage, you can get rid of them, but don't make it so that they have to have this degree. Cause like I said, the job I'm in right now, I could have done out of high school. I, I might not have been as good at it just because I was 18 and not as like confident in myself as a person, but in terms of the skill set. None of the stuff that I learned in college actually helped me out with that. In fact, I would say the most valuable 
uh, thing that I've experienced in my life so far was my experience as a general manager of a Jimmy John's. Like learning how to, you know, develop some leadership skills, communication skills, all this stuff that was on the job. I didn't learn that stuff in college. Another thing that I would change is, well, let me ask you this. Your internship that you shadowed at. So you, you, you like shadowed somebody and you got to kind of know how they do stuff. Did you need your college education for that internship? Um, what do you mean? Do you mean, did I have to have a degree to actually do that internship? No, like, like, like looking at it from your perspective, would you have needed any of your college time in order to do that internship? Or do you think you could have done it out of high school, like without college or in high school, let's say if you knew what you wanted to do or wanted to experience it. Huh. I, I could have done it without any background. I could have just like showed up and, and followed the guy around and that would have been it. Yeah. So <laughs> my suggestion is why don't we have like as a normal part of society, like internships when people are in high school, because especially if you want to push people to go to college right out of high school, there needs to be more of a push of people figuring out what they want to freaking do. Oh yeah. So like have internships where people can get on job experience and be like, Oh wow, this is, so this is what it's like to do this. Uh, Yeah. I do want to go to school for this instead of like, well, I took a psychology class in, in, uh, in high school and it was kind of fun. So I guess I'll just major in psychology. You know, have more like actual on the job experience. I mean, obviously you're not, you don't want high schoolers to be like running stuff in during this internship, <laughs> but more of this, like, yeah. like I know that there are programs that do shadowing and stuff in high school, but I'm saying make it like, like maybe even just have a literal class where people are assigned to finding an internship in high school so that. Or, or multiple internships so they can like shadow people and learn things um, before making a decision of college or altogether quit pushing people to go to college right out of high school so that people have some time to figure out what they want to do. Actually, I, I know that I agree with that. That's a really good point. Cause I, I think that would have been beneficial for me to just not go immediately to college and take a year off and just try doing something. Because I also yeah. think that if if you got a really bad job in that year, <laughs> that that might push you to be like, okay, so this is why I want to go to college because I don't want to work this job that I'm at right here. Let me go to school and get something where that pays better and has better like living conditions. Now, the one caveat to this, and I, I will like, you have to be an extremely accountable 18 year old in order for this to actually work because I'm sure you know, the 18 year old me that was like, wait, I don't have to go to college right out of high school. I'd have been like, well, I guess I'll just live, <laughs> live at home with my parents oh, and not yeah. do anything. I would have been absolute trash too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, it's maybe a lot to ask for that to be the thing. But if, if we are able to maybe as a society push more, um, individual, uh, ambition or something for people to find out what they want to do, then we can get rid of this, like you have to go to college right out of high school. And the other thing too is right out of high school, even going to college, you you have people who are just like lazy, like the super seniors. Some of those super seniors are super seniors because the first two years they they partied too much. I I think one of our first episodes, I actually talked about 
uh, this friend of mine who like got kicked out of her first school because she partied too much, then dropped out of her next one. I think she ended up getting a DUI actually. That's sick. And then she was like, <laughs> yeah, sick. And, and then she ended up being like, hey, wait a second. I need to kick myself into gear here if I actually want to go somewhere with my life. Um, yeah, so may, I guess maybe in that situation – well, let me ask you. Do you think Do you think in that like specific story, maybe a person like that would benefit from not thinking that they have to go to college while they're figuring stuff out? Yes. That's a, that's a prime example of someone who should have taken some time off and figured their stuff out. Because I, the reason why it was actually probably a good thing that I went to college is I, who knows what in the hell I would have done for that year or two or however long it would have been. Because for me, I hated school and I just wanted to, me not being in school for a year would have been really tough to go back to school because I hated it so much. So I needed to just keep going. But this is a yeah. perfect example of a case by case of, oh, this person this person would benefit from not like, I I mean, at my old job, I worked with someone who she, she just got her degree. It took her 10 years to do it because she dropped out, changed me like every possible thing that could happen basically took 10 years to get her degree, but she got it. And I, she appreciates it a lot because she, in the end, she did what she needed or she is able to do what she wants with her life now. Yeah. Well, I guess the big thing is, especially with the, you know, that we talked about the stereotypical college experience, that's where I feel like sitting out of college for a couple of years might benefit those people because you, you get this like, oh, I can go to college and just dick around. <laughs> like that's what college is about. Yeah. So for those people, it's like, maybe it's better for you to, you know, maybe take a couple of years to like put yourself out in the professional world and, and see what you like about that. Um, and if you want to party, go party. But this way you're not racking up student loan debt for stuff that you're going to have to retake because you're partying all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like the freshmen in college that I know that their first semesters got, I know, I know one that got a zero GPA. I'm like, that's sick, dude. You just didn't even, you didn't even attempt to go to class. <laughs> like I actually hope yeah. you didn't go to class just for your own sake. Cause at the end, like it, it was just a waste. And those people, and the thing is, a lot of time those are the, the people in school, based off my experience, who would talk the most trash were the ones who never went to class. I'm just like, oh, well, yeah. who's laughing now, man? Is it is it funny? <laughs> is that funny to you? Like, they're just miserable a lot of times because they just didn't take any appropriate actions. I'm like, sweet dude. But you know, I I could be yeah. salty all day about that. We don't need <laughs> we don't need to get me on that tangent. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing it makes me think about is is just the mindset that I had as an 18-year-old. Honestly, one of my thought processes going into college was like, well, eventually I'm just going to be a professional musician that makes <laughs> yeah. bank. So it doesn't matter which college I go to because I'm going to be able to pay it off anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I had some thoughts. I mean, not musician, but I had thoughts like... All I need to do is just get a degree and I'll figure things out. I know me. I'll figure this out somehow. <laughs> yeah. But the the thing was, I so I chose this private school because it, it fit all the people around me that, you know, wanted certain, something out of me. And then when I finally did make a decision for myself, like I said, I was over $20,000 in student loan debt. 
and just freaking screwed. So, I, you know, yeah, I don't know. If we can figure out a way to, like, teach kids coming out of high school or, you know, in high school, the, the um, and I know this is me just giving an idea without actual, <laughs> like, answers on how to do it. But if we could teach kids, like, more value in money and um, not just money, but just like being smart and responsible with the decision-making process that could push them into debt. You know, I feel like we'd be way better off, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, I was going to (laughs) say, I think, so my freshman year at, at, um, of college, I went to Kent state, but actually more important towards my actual development than even that entire year at school was I had a, a moment at a Chipotle, sort of similar to if you listen to the Spotlight episode of Winebox Poppy. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> coincidentally, also happened to be at a Chipotle, where uh, my major at that time was, like, I don't know, communications. Like, it was just something very, very vague and blah. And I was at yeah. Chipotle, and there was a kid I went to high school with who was, I don't want to say that he was a, that he was dumb, because he wasn't dumb, but he just was a classic person to not apply themselves, kind of a class yeah. clown. Right, right, right. Any, yeah, anyways, yeah. I, I got in a conversation with him. He, like, he came up to me. He's like, hey, like, what are you doing now? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm communications major. And I, I told him that. And he looked at me. And he was like, great. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> and when he said that to me, like a huge light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, wait a second. This kid's making fun of me? Like this, this doesn't seem like it. It makes sense right now. Like, why is he saying this? I thought I because I hadn't really evaluated what I was doing with my life a whole lot. I was just thought I would figure things out at some point. But when he said this to yeah. me, then it put the thought in my head: Am I? Could I be doing more with my life right now? And it was the first time that I had actually thought about: Whoa, I'm in control of my destiny from here forward. I don't have to go yeah. to school close to home. I don't have to have this major. I could be whatever I want and nothing's going to stop me unless I let someone or something stop me. And that ended up being one of the most important moments of my entire life because every time now I make a decision, I swear to God that that moment crosses my mind of, wait a second. it's, It's right. I don't have to settle for anything in life. Like You never have to settle. You can just be like, this is the day that I shine and I, I i didn't shine in high school at all and i hadn't realized that i was on the same path to not shine again and that's when i was like nope i am moving out of state and i am changing this right now and it was like a couple months was, later that i applied to a new school was he the same person that talked about university of tennessee because i remember in that episode you talked about how you had a friend that said university of tennessee was a cool school was that the same guy no no that the person that told me about university of tennessee was actually a friend this guy was kind of more okay. of an acquaintance and just someone yeah, yeah. who I spent a little bit of time with. But yeah, dude, that moment in hindsight ended up being huge because I still think about it sometimes on, wait a second, I'm not actually like doing anything impressive. I'm just kind of doing the same things I was doing before. And then now I look at myself and I'm like, okay, so I actually do things that I didn't expect that I would do. And it's kind of a nice yeah. moment. And I think that... You have to realize when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, like you're still trying to figure a lot of stuff out. And a lot of times you still have the same mentality that you had in high school. And sometimes we, we all grow up at different rates. And I think that's 
right. completely okay. So if you need to go to college later on or you don't need to go at all, it doesn't matter. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't matter. I mean, it kind of does because the the professional world requires you to have a degree for so many jobs that actually pay you decently. But I really like that story because it totally illustrates like you kind of needed that to actually go do something that you wanted to do. And we like you can't you can't really script that or like no. force people to have those moments. But I almost feel like maybe we should have less pressure on people making a big decision like college and what degree they want right out of high school and people have more of an idea of i'm gonna wait till i have that moment that you had at a chipotle with this acquaintance (laughs) before i make a decision like that yeah um yeah so that's all i wanted to kind of backpack off of that yeah i wanted to talk about that in the last episode like that story and i just completely overlooked it i just forgot to say it and then i just felt like that this was the time that kind of made sense yeah well, I'm glad you brought it up. For sure. Um, do you want to take a little break from the com- yeah. conversation and talk about our creative ventures? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Um, so one thing I want to start off by saying is um, I don't know if uh, you guys follow me on Instagram. Um, Brandon Flippin' Music is my handle. Um, I posted uh, one video in particular recently that I just wanted to touch on. Um, it, it's a video. It's a snippet of a song that I wrote called Seam. And... Uh, with my album hopefully coming out here in the near future, I really want to have collaborative creative projects with other artists. And so in this video, um, it's, it's literally just a snippet of the song. And if any of you listeners out there know videographers, know other artists who like have an idea what they could do for a music video or, or something like one idea that I had was like a painter paints a specific picture like because of this song and the the music video is literally just like them painting it and then the ending is we get to see what was created out of this this music and um i mean it doesn't have to be that i want to collaborate with people brainstorm with people but if you know anybody or if you are that person um you know dm me on instagram email me at brandonflippinmusic at gmail.com um really anything because i would love to to get something going with that um so yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there right away because that's that's kind of the the most prevalent thing on my mind. For sure, and um, for those who follow my YouTube channel, Butch Boss, there's a video that Brandon and I made uh, a couple months ago, actually, and it's gonna yeah. it's, it's <laughs> probably one of the most well, I don't want to say it's the most random because. A lot of our videos have been really, really random, so I think that'd be bold. Like, like the Triscuit video that has one dislike yeah. when it's got like fifteen views. Dude, I don't know how that's even possible. I don't know who the. I swear to God that there's whoever you are. Fuck you. How about that? <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I don't know how this happens, but I swear to God, every time there's like one person who just dislikes my video within the first five minutes that it comes out, and I'm wondering, is this one of my subscribers or who is this person? Please. Yeah. <laughs> Please reveal yourself because uh, I, I just, I got to know. I don't even care. I just think it's funny because I swear it always happens. Um, but yeah, we're coming out with a video there that actually, I don't want to give away too much about it, but it does connect with me and Brandon, like how we got to know each other in our college experience. Yeah. Um. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. That'll be coming out on Wednesday, which I believe is the 19th. Yep. 
Wednesday 19th. And so these podcast episodes come out every Tuesday. So this episode will be airing uh, Tuesday, September uh, 18th. And then, yeah, like you said, Butch Boss page, check it out to, to see that video on the uh, on the 19th. Yeah. And that's... Uh, I'll also be checking out my uh, YouTube channel for videos of me talking about various subjects going on in either the news or just things that I find to be interesting in some capacity. Do you have anything in the works right now that you're thinking about talking about or are you just kind of waiting for something uh, to I'm kind of waiting. I did think about, to be honest with you, uh, I, and this is sort of relevant right now, the whole MGK and uh, Eminem diss track thing. I just want to say yeah, yeah. that 100% anyone listening, it's Eminem. If you have, and the thing is, is like, being from Cleveland, I, I actually, you know, I enjoy certain parts of MGK. Just like I have some res- some respect for him, and I thought Rap Devil was pretty good, but nah, it's uh, it's Eminem all the way, all day. It's not even close, and um, <laughs> I don't even want to post a debate video about it because I'm just tired of getting in this argument with people. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> We've definitely had our share of conversations about it. But uh, another thing that I want to mention is we do I, – I know we've kind of taken a hiatus from the spotlight episodes. A big reason why is just because, you know, like you guys who are, you know, regular listeners know, Stephen and I don't live in the same place. Um, and so, like, pursuing people to interview isn't as practical because we, re- we really like to do video podcasts for those ones too. So you can put a, a, a you know a name with a face and and all that stuff. So that's been a little reason why. But we do have some coming in the future um, for you guys. I won't give any specifics towards it, but uh, definitely be on the lookout for those. We typically post those on Wednesdays after our regular like programming on Tuesdays, right? That's that's been our plan so far. Yep, yep. And we're we're thinking about looking into Twitch in the near future. Don't have it all ironed out yet, but I'm uh, I've, I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. So more to come. More to come. All right, cool. Well, um, we can uh, go back into, I guess, the, the the last big topic of this higher education in America, student loan debt. What uh, what are your thoughts on this crisis? It's, it's this quote unquote it, crisis. It's completely <laughs> disastrous. It's it's one of those things where, at the time, being educated in this country seemed very very important very very valuable and that part of it still stays true but it has horrible economic repercussions when in order to get more educated you have to spend less time um work like (laughs) basically what's happened is people are now racking up massive amounts of debt so that they're able to spend less money on other things, which I don't see what really benefit there is to crippling someone into a hundred thousand, 200,000. Like people have been, I've heard some ridiculous stories of debt people have gotten into. And I just wonder, is that actually even worth it in the end? Sure. You're more educated, but you went to college to better your life. And did you actually even do that? If you put yourself in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, no, not necessarily, because you could have just gotten all those working experience years and maybe moved up somewhere else and actually been just better off in the long run. And I don't see how that's beneficial at all. No, absolutely not. Honestly, 
so like I've talked about, I made a mistake of going to a private school right out of uh, right out of high school that racked up a ton of student loan debt. Honestly, when I was thinking about what I'm going to do after I got my degree, a big like like thing that I was reluctant towards was this idea of, man, I'm already in so much debt. Do I really want to rack up more? And so thank God my, like the job that I have right now has a tuition reimbursement program. So like my school is going to be paid for, but you know, not everybody has that opportunity. You know, not everybody has, has a, has a workplace that does something like that. And I just wish there was I mean, I get it. Like things cost money, you know, professors cost money, materials cost money, but I just wish there was a way to like cut this in half or something because it's, it's just, it's so over the top. And especially for young adults, like I said, like who don't have as much of a concept of money. Like maybe if you grew up in a poor home, a poor household and stuff, you are like a a penny pincher just by nature um, because your family always had to do that or something. But for some people that are just like, well, I've always kind of had this, I've never really had to worry about money. It, it can be a, a super detrimental experience while you're trying to pursue, you know, or at least figure out what you want to pursue. Um, honestly, it, it really stinks too in terms of like financial aid where I, I have a friend of mine who has uh has a dad who makes a lot of money um and obviously like this isn't necessarily like a student loan crisis per se but it his dad makes a lot of money but he spends it on the things that he wants to spend it on which ends up hurting my friend because when my friend fills out a fafsa he has to fill out that his his dad makes over a hundred grand but my friend doesn't actually get to see any of that money and so when financial aid comes back, my friend doesn't actually get any because his like his income of his household is so high and so it screws him over. So now he's got to go like find private student loans, which I'll tell you right now, private student loans, interest rates are freaking through the roof. And uh, it, it, it's just, it's like there are so many specific situations where you're just set up for failure. And I just wish it wasn't like that. Yeah. It's, it's almost to the point where I don't want to say I encourage people not to go to college, but if you actually don't know what you're doing or you don't have really any clue or concept, and if you're going to go, you're going to rack up many thousands of dollars worth of debt. Don't do it. Like just flat out. I will tell you right here. Don't do it. You should, really figure out something that you want to do or, or some benefit to it. And if you, and if you are going to go, you better actually work towards it. Cause what you don't want to do is then drop out or, or fail in school or have any sort of like, kind of, as you said, like that $20,000 that you had there, like that, that stung and people have had way worse situations than that where they just flat out flunked out of school and had to go back multiple times in an effort to get through well, their degree. And the thing too with this, because I've had people be like, well, that's your own fault. Like, 
that you you you're the one who racked up the twenty thousand dollars in student loan debt, so now you're gonna learn from it. And it's like, yeah, sick. When I was eighteen, and I had pressure from like my girlfriend, my parents to go to like a school close by to me, and the one that gave me the best opportunities to do all that I wanted to do was a private school. Yeah, sick. It's a hundred percent on me that at eighteen I didn't make the best fiscal. <laughs> Like responsible, oh fiscally God, responsible decision. Hundred percent. I was a. I don't really feel like I had a, a shred of intelligence with money until I was about twenty five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and this is where I feel like there should. I mean, I get it. Like the these these places. I, I'm not saying they should give like they should have forgiveness in the sense of everyone just gets rid of all their student loan debt. Although that'd, that'd be, be pretty, pretty freaking that'd dope. Be pretty cool. <laughs> but. I feel like there needs to be, there's so much of a disconnect. Like I, I don't feel like I was ready to make my college choice in high school. And maybe some people in high school were really good at making their own decisions. But like, I think I met with my like high school counselor twice. And I don't even think that we looked at colleges together. It was literally just to be like, okay, well, these are just the credits that you need to graduate. And it's like, okay, well, my parents have no idea about college. Can you help me out with that? <laughs> you know? and, and so, and so it's like, there needs to be more systems in place to help out these young people to make decisions that hold so much weight. And it's also like, does anyone really deserve in terms of their punishment to just be crippled by student loan debt for the next 10 years? No, no, like, even if I make that mistake, you think I, I deserve the next 10 years to not be able to do anything that I want to do because I'm crippled by this? I, it's just, it's so ass backwards. Yeah, like, I'm, who benefit? like, honestly, who benefits from giving people all these crazy amounts of student loans? But there's, there's no good beneficiary in this situation because being crippled just means that you've got less money to pump into the economy. I guess what? Sweet. The schools have more money to build a cool, fancy library? Sweet. We really needed yeah. that sweet library. Well, I mean, I wouldn't discourage schools from like, you know, making their no, obje- objectively, institutions better. Objectively, we don't need, who even needs a library? <laughs> I don't even get why people still go to the library. I'm like, you could just use your phone, look this stuff up. Although it's nice to have a quiet place. I'll give it that, but you yeah. know. What the hell are you talking about? When I went to school with you, you and I were in the library all the time. I, I remember. I actually love the library. I go back on everything. Yeah, I so just shut said. the hell up. I was just trying to be controversial. You know, Eminem and MGK got this whole controversy thing going on, and I thought maybe oh, I man. could be like, oh, I hate libraries, man. <laughs> Do a diss track about libraries. Diss track about libraries. Who needs them? <laughs> so many books, but who reads them? <laughs> Oh, oh, shit, dude. Oh, shit, dude. Did you hear, like, uh, Jake Paul had this diss track about, like, high school teachers that he came out with? And then there was, like, a, a couple high school teachers that wrote diss tracks back at him. That is amazing. No, I didn't know about this. <laughs> I mean, it's off topic, but yeah. I just, I, it's super cool. This guy who's got all these fans that are little kids just di- dissing like teachers <laughs> for these kids to like watch and then just be assholes to their teachers. It's super sweet. Oh my Anyways, <laughs> don't even get me started with that. But yeah, I just, I feel like 
we need to be better, you know, within, within this higher education structure of just like cohesiveness between stages, like from high school to college, college to the professional world. Like, don't get me wrong. We've talked about a lot of negatives, but a hundred percent, like the education that I got in the classes that actually meant something to me was great. Like I, I, I did like, I got to participate on a research study that, that was taken place by one of my professors. You know, I, I, I learned some, some valuable stuff, like valuable uh, characteristics of good counselors in my undergrad. So there are definitely aspects of, of college that I'm like hundred percent for, but when it comes to the money stuff, it's just like, number one, it, it, if you're going to keep like the, the financial portion, the way it is, then don't push everybody to go to college right out of high school. Cause you're just fucking over so many people who don't know what they want to do yet and don't know the concept. Like you said, you didn't even f- understand how to, you know, balance your money until you were 25. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still figuring it out. I'm 26. You know, it's yeah, just I'm, like, I'm always a step ahead of you. I feel you. Yeah. You're, you're super mature <laughs> and just, you're incredible. Dude. No, you're incredible. <laughs> is there is there anything else you want to say about this? Um, I just I'm making a prediction that eventually there will have to be a change with the the education system here in in the United States. Like it's just it's inevitable. It's gonna have to happen at some point. I don't know when, but it, it's kind of like that with a housing bubble that burst. I think it's gonna be sort of similar with universities, and I I don't know what will change, but I, I do think that there will be some actions having to be taken. Well, I definitely think so because one thing that you've known, you've seen within generations is the next generation a lot of times will at least attempt to learn from the mistakes of the previous Mm -hmm. generation. So like for instance, you see like the, 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 the average age of people in our generation that get married has increased from the generation before Mm -hmm. us and the generation before that. Um, because we're being more calculated about that decision and, um, because there's so much divorce in, in America. And so I wonder if schools after like our generation, because I'm thinking about like with my kids, like I'm going to encourage them figuring things out before they make a decision like college, you know, and, you know, make it any kind of like heavy decision like that. And so I wonder if you'll see a bounce back of like people deciding not to go to college or like not choosing schools where it costs a lot or something. And so then schools are gonna be like, fuck, no one's coming. (laughs) Well, not no one's coming, but just like they're, you know, they're hurting a little more for money. And so they're like, okay, we got to restructure how, how this works. Otherwise we're going to, we're going to die out. For sure. I I hope that there are some schools that, step up and try some more progressive stuff because I think that schools unfortunately are some of the least progressive institutions in the United States, even though they should be like the most progressive in in a lot of ways. I think that they're, they stick to the old ways of doing things. I just think that that's silly. Why why do you say that? Uh, Just because look at it. It's a, it's a four year thing. You got to take your gen eds, you it, it just the the basic structure of it has not really changed much at least in the last 50 years and i just feel like hello are we not like technology has evolved a bunch why are we not looking into also 
structuring how this is done. Yeah. Well, one thing you said earlier in the in this episode was how like literally anybody can look up like on their own can like learn the things that we learn in school yeah. now with the internet. Exactly. So you'd think maybe school would evolve and be like we're going to give people a more unique experience exactly. than just like Well, that that yeah. that's a good point. I think that that's going to prove to be exactly why because you could just spend 4 years YouTubing lectures and be way better yeah. off. And not have all the debt. In theory, if it was all just about your education and not having the paper, if it was all just about like your actual skill set, then that could work. So we'll have to see what the future has in store. Yeah, it's uh, evolution at its finest. Well, hopefully. <laughs> 100p. Um, cool. Well, you want to talk about final thoughts? Any final thoughts that you have for, for this episode? Yeah. Um, college is something that does have its benefits. I do think that there are some of my peers who I am a be- in a better position than them, both financially and probably emotionally in, in a, a lot in just a lot of ways I think I, I have a step up. There are also people who didn't go to school who I think are happier and just better off and find their way. I think it, it's another case by case basis of know yourself, be self-aware, do the education on the pros and cons of every decision so that you can, you can make informed decisions instead of being super impulsive or doing what the people around you say to do realize this is your decision. This is your future. Take action on that. Know that at any moment you can make a decision that ends up benefiting you greatly. Like someone walks into Chipotle, starts giving you some, some BS about, how you're not doing anything great and a light bulb goes on. Like everyone matures at a different rate. So don't feel like you have to have everything all figured out, let things happen and um, keep an open mind. What about you? Yeah. Uh, For me, I mean, I I really like everything you said. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be redundant. One thing I, I did kind of forget to mention within the idea of student loan debt was there is a, a downward spiral effect in in the sense that not only does the idea of having debt affect you, but like for instance, for me, when I became a general manager of a Jimmy John's, part of the reason I had to have that job was because of my student loan debt, which prevented me from really spending a lot of time on my pursuit as a musician. But it also, when I wanted to take risks like financially, like to, to invest in something for my music, um, for instance, paying for my producer to produce my album, like wanting to take that risk was a huge thing because now I just spent a huge chunk of money on this thing I'm passionate about. And now, oh shoot, I have a student loan payment coming up and then it affects my credit. And so the downward spiral I'm talking about is like, not only do I have this this lingering student loan debt. But then I also, if I miss payments or something like that, because I'm pursuing something now it affects my credit score, which then affects my ability to, you know, maybe get student loans in the future. If I go back to school or affect my chance on a mortgage on a house, if I'm ready to do that, or, you know, it just, it's just one thing leads to another in, in, in a negative sense. And I, and that's where a lot of this frustration comes into it for me. So that's the last thing I have to say about it. Cool. And, um, yeah, well, 
we wanted to thank you guys for listening to us once again here. And um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Uh, it's emgpod at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at, uh, was it 513? <laughs> it's been a while since what? I had to say it. Do you remember what it is? <laughs> 513-427-EMG5. There we go. Um, and <laughs> If you looked at the notes that I put in our Skype session, you would see that it's literally right there. <laughs> ah, classic. Classic mix-up. Classic. Classic mix-up. Classic, mix Steven. Um, you can also, we've got an Instagram, at EMGpod. So we usually have um, updates on there as well. And um, I think that about covers it, other than... Next week's episode, we're going to be talking about aliens and have they been here before? We'll find out more about that when uh, we got our we got a special guest for that one. So I'm uh, very much looking forward to it. And it's going to be a little bit different than some of the other episodes. And that uh, that's uh, that's what we're all about here. Everything must go. Everything must go. Cool. Well, thank you for listening. And we will talk to you again soon. 